0: Right, we're here, oh my Mm. goodness, Mm. finally, Mm. finally, finally it's happening, okay. We're here, in the building. So um, welcome back to another episode everyone, to the Black Crate Connect episode, and today, do you want me to say Triple O or Toby? Yeah, Triple O,
1: it works for me, works for me, Triple O works fine.
0: I'm in the presence, of a st- <laughs> guys. I have a star in my front wow. room. Like this is, is this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Is this is what we're this doing. This is the energy we're. This is oh, the energy cool. we're bringing. I'm we have a, I'm a star. I'm set up for
1: this.
0: No, oh, honestly, like um, Triple O. By the way, sorry. Before I should know. Before I get into your name and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Welcome. Thanks for joining me
1: today. I'm, listen, I'm excited to get into this conversation. I've been l- looking forward to this all week. I was like, Yo, I'm gonna have a nice little conversation with with the BCC and just That's and his vibes. Oh, Thank you, good, good, thank
0: you, thank you for supporting it as well. I really appreciate it. No, it's cool, it, it's cool. Always. Um, by the way, okay, just to kind of get started, why did you call yourself Triple O?
1: Um, long and short, it's my initials. So my full name, I'm of Nigerian descent. So my look. full name yeah. is Oluwatobi Oluwatobi Oyefeso, and I'm like that's a bit of a mouthful, so I thought let's just condense it a little bit and, and then make it Triple O, and that's where it comes from. No, no deep meaning. It's just my initials.
0: Oluwatobi.
1: Oluwatobi Oyefeso okay yeah
0: that makes sense <laughs> that, that that's simple it's a, it's a little no, bit more
1: concise and it just, it just rolls off the tongue a little bit better
0: there's no like deep nah.
1: meaning do you know it? what a couple of years ago when I first started there was like yo this but I just thought all of that's kind of a little bit corny so I just kind of just dropped put that, up put that to yeah, the side yeah, just, basically just my initials
0: okay okay cool alright well on this podcast, right, I'm sure mm. you know this already. I like to go through people's journeys, go for it. their experiences, and understand where they are today. So we're gonna get onto your album that you've just released, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is dope, by the way. So we're gonna talk about that, play a couple songs. He's a, you're actually a sick spitter. <laughs> like even though you're good at music, yeah, 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 yeah. I listened to I can't remember what song it was, but you were spitting hard. But we'll get onto that and probably play mm-hmm. some of that a bit later. But um, anyway, so what kind of going back to like your childhood? Yeah, what were your I guess when was it that you kind of realized that you want to get into music when you was
1: so for me I'm I'm from East London so I grew, I grew up in Canningtown East London and that was like the notorious birthplace for grime music so I, mm. I, I grew up in the era of when grime was was at its pinnacle was at its highest points mm. so I went to a school in um Forest Gate called St. Bonaventures mm. and in my year Tingy Strider was in my year Mm. The year below me was Gracious K. A couple of years above me, D-double-E. Um okay. So there were just a lot of musicians in and around and yeah. I would see all of that. And then sometimes Kano would come to the school. So I'm seeing all of these musicians and I'm like, this is... this is." And a lot of my friends are doing radio sets mm. and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm seeing all of this. And I'm like, do you know what? This... Might be, might be a thing in it. Let me, let me try.
0: Wait, did you know if you could do music or not? I just-, I just,
1: I just, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> just, it was pure vibes. You
0: just saw that. Oh, yeah, you're the music. Let,
1: let me just, let jump, jump. And for me, I, if I'm being honest, with you, I wasn't that good. I think I didn't have the confidence. I didn't understand what I was doing. It was just the vibes. But I think as I started taking, like understanding the craft a little bit more, so, and mm. also started to grow in my faith a little bit, it started to, it started to, there was like an amalgamation which made sense for. What I was doing, and things started to come together a little bit better in that sense. And I started to become a little more confident in, mm. in the craft. But mm. it genuinely started from just seeing what everyone else was doing around me and just wanting to copy that.
0: How old is he when you kind of started so th- seeing that?
1: So this is like, I'm, I'm like phew, 50, I'm at like 15, yeah, 15 years old, 15, 16.
0: Okay, yeah. so pause on the 15, 16. Before mm-hmm. that, what did you want to do like what was kind of fed into you
1: growing up for me i was i was on a show where i didn't know what i wanted to do and i all i needed and all i knew was just do well in school so it it was literally just do well in school and and as you start to um, grow older and find yourself you then start to think okay cool i could be a doctor or i think i want to work as a lawyer but i think in my formative years, it was just literally just do well in school. And as you get older, you will kind of find your foot in a little bit more. Both my parents went, were in academia and I, I didn't know whether I wanted to become... Because both of my parents were in academia and they had studied and, and done all that kind of stuff. Thought, okay, maybe I want to become a teacher. for, for mm. So for a period of time, I genuinely just thought, okay, I'm going to become a teacher just mm. like from my parents and whatnot. Mm. Um, and then I started to find myself a little bit more and... It was more of a thing of, cool. I knew I wanted to do something Mm. in terms of like finance because I just thought, oh yeah, this 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 seems like the way to go because that's what have you know you have those friends who are doing creative, but then you have the guys that are doing more professional type work. And Mm. I was like, okay, cool. I want to do that. I want to do what head where these guys are heading because it just seems like everyone, especially when you're eighteen, nineteen, it's like, oh yeah, there's a lot of money in finance and Mm. my career path in terms of my degrees and stuff. We're all very like finance based. Um, degrees so I was Mm. thinking okay that's going to be my path but then simultaneously as I'm doing that the creative side of me is also blossoming and blooming and growing and the two are now growing simultaneously and I'm like okay cool how are we going to merge to, if that's even possible, is it one or the other?
0: Mm, and and mm, things are
1: just, just continue growing in that sense.
0: So when you were like 15, 16, and you saw all these influences, like mm. Kano, Gracious K, Tinchi Strider, um, did, you seek, did you seek advice and help from them? Or did you like, how, how did you use them as mentors? Or did you use them
1: as mentors? So I think it was just the thing of being around certain individuals and having those relationships with them. Mm-hmm. It was just, just see and do. So I see what you are doing, so I'm gonna do what, what I'm seeing. Like what? It, what so it was, it was literally just trying to get onto radio, writing lyrics, going into the playground, spitting lyrics, um, then trying to write a song and then going to the studio and recording a song. It was just literally seeing what they're doing and then doing what what I see. And it wasn't necessarily a thing of oh, can you give me advice? Because mm. I think especially in those in my young years, I didn't even have the confidence to kind of I preach, I approach a certain individual and say oh, can I get this mm. kind of advice from you. So it was literally just monkey see, monkey do. <laughs>
0: but where did you get the money from? Cause at 15, 16, like studios not so, free.
1: So, so even then I was, I don't even think I was in studio at those times. I think mm. it was literally just, I'm writing my lyrics on on the back of you know my maths book or my English book right. and I'm just going into the playground and spitting it. And it wasn't until I was about 18, 19 mm. I thought mm. okay yeah let me get into the studio
0: right I wasn't okay. going to
1: the studio at those times I wasn't okay. even getting on pirate radio and my friends were going on radio but I was so I never actually had the opportunity to as much as I wanted to be a part of the movement and the culture mm. I never actually got my foot in the door that way
0: right okay until you was about until 18. I had
1: more freedom and finances to, to do things my, and create my own path and go in that direction myself
0: so when did you break it to your parents that music is your passion? <laughs> and how did that go?
1: <laughs> Do you know what it was, yeah? <laughs> so obviously I come from an African, parent, African background, Nigerian mm. descent. And for me, it was a thing of with, with my parents, like I said, they were very academia focused and that was there. Mm. So they saw it, but they they, they just thought, oh, it's a hobby.
0: Phase, a It's a
1: geo-translate. <laughs> and as it became more of a thing for me, mm they still saw it as a as a phase as a thing yeah even to the point where and, and this is like later on in my career you know 2011 so even when i when when i won the MOBO um for best gospel like oh my gosh you i forgot you said you won a mobo yeah we did we did we did that's it. it was amazing so i i, I remember and I, it's, it was so cool because we the ceremony was in glasgow so we flew up to glasgow for the ceremony right. and um i remember being on the on the table with all the other nominees and the category is about to be announced. And then somebody just runs up, someone from the production team just runs up to me and says, Oh, by the way, you've won to keep your speech under 30 seconds. Go up there. Keep it short. Oh, that's what really happens when you win the MOPA Awards. Oh, I don't know if it happens now, but I just remember that's what happened for me at the time. How long
0: ago was that? Sorry. This is 2011.
1: You... So this is, this, is, uh, this is a couple 10... years. Yeah. About, minute, 20, about 11 years ago. So, oh, wow. Um, I remember, and then the next day. So even the next, so the next day, we flew back into, came back to London, and I remember it was on BBC One, and um, I remember my parents seeing it, and they were like, "Oh, this is amazing," but especially it was just like, this, I don't think they still, they still didn't get it, they still didn't get it. I think fast forward about four years, when I, this is when I knew my parents really were, oh, okay, cool, this is, this is something. Mm. So I had, I had a headline, my headline show X O Y O in Old Street. And mm. it's not a huge venue, but about 400 people sold out the venue. Mm. And um,
0: that's still a big no,
1: thing. No, yeah. no, it was an achievement. And I remember the day after the event, I was just with my parents and they sat down there. They came to the show and they then turned to me and said, Why are you not doing this thing as your main thing? Why is it? Wow, I'm like, Oh, they said that. I'm like, Hold on, but you guys were telling me to follow the academia route. Like, you guys yeah. are giving me a little bit of pushback. But then since then, getting the level of support, not even from them, but from other family members as well, because mm. they're seeing what we're doing and, and the impact that it has. um, That's been amazing, but I, it has been a journey. So I, I, at that point, I'm probably like 10, 11 years into my musical career before... then? Yeah, at that point, before okay. I then started to get some level of, oh, we're really going to be supporting and pushing and we understand what you're doing in that sense. So it took, it took, it took a long time.
0: Okay, so I like to get into nitty gritty details, Go right? So when you said it was a journey, mm-hmm. what what was it about that journey? Talk to us about some of the challenges you might have faced that you had to overcome.
1: So for me, one of the biggest, and I, I don't even say it before, this used to be something I used to boast about, yo, I don't have management, I don't have it. And it's, it sounds great to some people, but not having a management, not having team, not having someone to handle PR marketing, is very, very stressful because you're the artist, you're the creative, you're the writer, you're the booking agent, you're mm. the promoter, you're the social media manager, you're doing all of these things, wearing all these hats and becomes very tiring and sometimes you're unable to do each one of those roles as sufficiently as needs to be done because you can only do so much given mm. your constraints whether the financial constraints time constraints even just the mental constraints so for the one of the, some of the some of the struggles i've had over this period of time is the reality of doing it all by myself it's just very, it very can be can be discouraging. It can be heavy. It can be right. it, it, because you're 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 trying to do this, and you, then you have to go do that, and then you're, you're jumping from A to B, but you haven't even considered C, so you don't even think about the contingency plans for D, and then you think to yourself, okay, hold on, hold on, this is this is a lot.
0: So That's a lot to deal with. It's yeah. Why is that something that you chose to do, or mm, is
1: it just happened? It's that just, way? Happened that way. It just happened that way. It's just happened, and because. I think for me it was a thing of just just get just get it done. And if you're gonna take people's time, unless they're really on board with your vision and you gotta pay them. And if and if you don't have if there are already financial constraints for what you're building, to then invest it into people, because people people cost, can be can be a, a little bit taxing and, and a little bit a little bit difficult.
0: So do you, do you still do everything by yourself
1: now? I've got, well, thankfully, not to the same degree. I mean, my wife is absolutely incredible in terms of how the support that she gives from me. Mm. Um, and then I've got individuals in and around my space that allow me to, 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 to call on them when I need to. And it's OK, cool. Look, we'll jump in here. We'll jump in there. Mm. So doing it all by myself now, not to the sense where I have the core team that we're still actually looking to build. Mm. But things are a lot better than they were before.
0: So back then, obviously you were struggling in loads of things at one time. Did you ever try to not pitch your idea? Because I've had like, musicians down to like a couple of weeks ago, like mm. DM me, oh, do you do management, do you do this? And I've, I understand as a musician, you want someone to believe in you and help you. Did mm. you ever have those times when you kind of try to oh, see yeah, people yeah, and get yeah. them? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. they said no.
1: I think the times where, where I've had the opportunity to do that or I've decided to do that, um, it's been a thing of I've approached people who already had too much on their plate
0: right? Yeah.
1: or approach people who looked at me as, Oh, this is going to be a great financial return, mm-hmm. but I'm like, actually, but you're not going to, you don't understand where I'm going or you don't understand what I'm trying to build. So you're not, you literally just see me as, a, money, passive, yeah, as a passive yeah, yeah. investment yeah. and a passive stream of income. And I'm like, mm, do I really want to align myself with individuals who don't understand what, what the, 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 the ultimate goal is, or will not be able to contribute to what I'm trying to build in that sense. Mm-mm. So, and then sometimes I have just got straight, not even knows, just just like no, no responses. So, and it's been a while since I've actually pitched to someone. Say, okay, listen, can we in- engage in management? Because mm. for me, I'm like the individual that you're going to get into that space. Yeah, re- they really do need to believe in what you're doing. Yeah. They need to. They need to be a fan of your music, or at least an appreciation appreciator of the art that you're creating, right. so that they can then push it like it's their own. And up until this point, maybe things might change in the near future. I just haven't had the individual to come into that space that made sense for what I'm trying to build.
0: That's understandable. And you know what? I I understand what it's like trying to do everything by yourself. Yeah. Because you're right. Like you forget, you might forget to do something. There's the admin side. And I feel like when you do different things, you've got to switch into different personality pockets like Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. well. Mm Depends on who you're speaking with. It's a lot. It's a lot. So... One thing I'm curious about, actually, mm. is um, like what inspires your actual sound and your actual content of your music as well. Mm, because mm. it's very acquired. It's very different um, in a sense where you're mixing kind of gospel with, I guess, what would be seen to be secular sounds. That's what, like that like, in, in a sense mm-hmm, where like I mm-hmm. will listen to some of your music and I'll be like, this sounds like it could be, I don't know, from Stormzy. Mm. If that makes sense, mm. not that Stormzy does completely bad music, but mm. like, but it's gospel, which is great. Mm. But I know that if I was to, play it to my dad and be like, dad, "This is gospel music," he'd be like, "What? This
1: is <laughs> like, what is this?"
0: That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what kind of inspired you to a to like to mix and merge the two?
1: Um, for me, I always see my music as, as, as life music. Yes, it's purely inspired by the faith that mm. I grew up in, and that that kind of, that shapes my my mind and my lifestyle. But then I, I just see it as me and Rich or me and Central C or me and whoever, we, we're, we're talking about the same things, but just from a different perspective. You want to talk about girls? I could talk about girls, but I'm just talking about loving on one woman for the rest of your life. You want to mm. talk about the roles? I'm going to talk about the roles, but instead of you talking about chefing up man, I'm going to talk about, yo, listen, there's there are other ways of kind of making mm. movements mm. that you don't have to engage in. So we're talking about mm. the same thing. It's just mm. that the lens is different. Mm. The perspective mm. is different. Mm. Mm. And, uh, and then if I decide to infuse my faith into it, cool, mm. kind of thing. So I don't I, I don't see it as a, a, for some people, it's such a foreign concept. Ruah, you're making faith-based music or positive me with, with gospel sound with gospel sounds, but then mainstream sounds, secu- or I don't even use the term secular. I just, mm. I just it's, for me, music is music. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, it's, it's the same. It's literally all that's different is the content and the perspective in which I'm delivering what I'm delivering. And for some people, it, it's such a kind of thing. But for me, it was like, but we're talking the same talk. Mm. I just decide not to use curse words. I just decide to change the lens and the perspective and the viewpoint in which um, I'm de- I'm I'm creating my you know my, my content from, mm. and 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 we get to the same space. Um, put me on the same 140 BPM beat. I'm a spinner man or two because mm. because that's why it's just, I just can do it in a different way. Right. Um, <laughs> for me, what really inspires my music is emotion, thought, storytelling and, and the, the ability to really connect with someone on, on, on that level, because some of my favourite artists are able to do that. So whether it's a J. Cole, or whether it's a Kirk Franklin, mm. whether it's a Kanye West, or whether it's a Wretch, mm. I, I listen to those kind of, and I've mentioned those individuals in, um, specifically, mm. because when I listen to their music, I'm just like, oh, there's there's something that's just, yes, the production's great, yeah, the, the lyr- lyrical content or the, the musicality of what's been created is great, but then underneath, there's something that just allows me to... Really relate to what you're saying, and mm. then I, I listen to your music, and I'm like, I connect with that, or that, mm-hmm. like I relate to that. And for mm-hmm. me, I always want people to listen to my music and be like, Oh, I, re- I know what that feels like, mm-hmm. or I, I get that, or that got me through a really difficult season because, you know, the message in the music carried enough weight for mm-hmm. for me to be uplifted. So that's really where the inspiration comes from.
0: I feel like it's so rare. To correct me if I'm wrong, actually. No, go for I don't, it, no, go, for, go, for, go for it, go for it. I think it's so rare in this day and age to find inspirational music unless I'm listening to the wrong artist. But I listen to J. Cole, of course, because J. Cole is fantastic um, for me and I connect with his music. But I don't find many, many artists that create like music that really touches my soul, personally. So-
1: I think it's, you're right. So it is also down to what you like, what you listen to and your personal preferences. Mm. I think that plays a part. And I think it's more so of you haven't, not you personally, but an individual hasn't found it as opposed to it not being there. Mm. Because there are a lot of artists, Artists. Mm. um, um, yes, I'm talking from the perspective of faith-based music, whether it be Mm. hip hop or R&B or whatnot. Even non-faith-based, christian music there are artists who create music with substance Mm, mm. and it really connects and it's Mm. just like unfortunately what's being thrown in our faces in terms of mainstream media Mm. and mainstream content and whatnot isn't sometimes isn't that
0: that's what it is that's the right con- you've, you've answered it correctly it's what's what's been publicized and shown that it's not deep in music mm. why do you think that is though why do you think mainstream media don't put forward music that's really conscious
1: um okay so i'll I tell, tell you a story a true story there's, a, there's an mm-hmm. artist friend of mine mm-hmm. and again he makes faith-based music and he has great connections and relationships with a lot of these mainstream radios and mainstream mm. DJs and whatnot and I have, some, I have some good relationships with some of these guys as well mm. but I remember he was telling me an instance where he, he had a new song out the song was a vibe he sent it to a lot of these DJs um, I'm talking about at some of these stations mm, you know the, mm, mm. our stations you know the ones I'm talking about mm. and a few of them said the same thing that oh we love the song this, mm. is, this is vibe this mm. is incredible mm. but we can't play it he's like why because if we play you we have to play him And we have to play her and we have to then start in it. So if we play Christian music, we then have to play such and such and such and such. And so just so that we, Mm. uh, to avoid that from happening, we are just going to keep it within this, this, you know, come back when, when it's not so, and it's like, Oh, but you just said it's good music. So I think that plays a factor into what they can't play in that sense. And so that's one thing I think, as well, I think this now on the perspective of the creative, I think a lot of creatives who make that, I don't know, conscious music or whatnot, there's a stigma as it has to be boring. It has to mm. be, you know, like that. Like you can't make, you can make a vibe. Some of the biggest vibes are some of the best messages. One one that comes to mind, and this is going way back, but um, uh, Lauren Hill's um, Do Up That Thing. Big vibe, but the yeah, message, in the, song, the message yeah. in the song, the message in the song, there's a strong message in there. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So it's like, it doesn't have to be, you know, because it's a serious message. Yeah. It's got to be a slow beat. It's got to be, you can create a vibe. And I, I think a lot of creatives need to stretch themselves and think to themselves, even more recently, Kendrick's swimming pools, mm. that whole, the, the whole song's about, you know, dealing with um alcoholism. And if you, you on the surface, you may not think about it, but you then when really you realize, oh, this is what the song's about and it's a vibe. So it's like, as a creative, we have to then push ourselves to, to, to create these kind of messages which are edifying, encouraging, positive, but then still make it a vibe. So I think mm. it, it could be different, it's different strokes for different folks, and I think there's different reasons in that sense, but um, those are the two reasons that might come to mind off the top of my head anyway.
0: Do you know what? You know, thinking about your radio example mm-hmm. that you mentioned, I think that it depends on the artist because when Blinded by Your Faith came out, mm everyone was playing it everywhere and that was a faith-based song but it was by stormzy so i feel like it's almost like you have to come out with the songs that are suited for the platforms get that popularity and then step in that's what it seems like
1: yeah i think there is always going to be individuals you got to remember that there are mainstream artists who, who do infuse faith in their music and it they, they just get away with it it's fine it just works mm. i mean like i said you know Stormzy, chance mm. wretch um, there are a lot of these artists who have like elements of this it gets is another example mm. um, who, who infuse these things. and because of this because of the platform that they built it's easy for them to do that mm. whereas somebody who's a brand new artist and is that's their lane it may be a little bit difficult for me for them to get the same level of support and airplay mm. as so these are these these are um, case studies and, and for with specific examples as opposed to the general rule. These are yeah. exceptions. Yeah, yeah. And I, I will be unfair to apply, because Stormzy, Stormzy, forget Stormzy just being, he's literally the, one of the biggest music artists in the UK, mm. period. Mm. So to, to use Stormzy as, a, as, as an example is mm. a little bit unfair, mm. because he's, he, he's, that's Stormzy. Mm. Like, regardless of what he does, that's one of the top three artists in the UK, period. So I think it, it, it may not be he may not be the best case study to use but yeah, you're right. When he did blend by your, but by your grace, it was like okay, cool. This is nice to hear this type of content from him in this setting for these people.
0: I just think that the reason that they gave your friend shouldn't have been that it's face based. Then because mm. that's not the reason. That the reason is that you're not enough. You're not big enough artist for us to play this music. Maybe like that's. I mean, obviously, well, you're, it's, it's, you're it's funny because
1: in, in saying that. He ended up getting mainstream play with a with a different song, which had a, a not a different message, but a more palatable, right? Okay, got palatable you. Got message. Got you. you know what I'm trying to say. Got so you. they were saying, look, if you're going to do this, just do it in a creative way. And for me, my thing is, I don't want to use that as an excuse. Don't use the fact that you're making this type of music. If your music is undeniable mm. and it's that good, then mm. it's that good, and people mm. will pick it up.
0: So, look, thinking about the business side to music, right? Mm. Um. Do you feel like making your music, and this is me just being devil's advocate? Yeah, go for it, go for it. I don't necessarily think this, okay? Disclaimer, <laughs> right? Do you think that making faith-based music, you're limiting the income that you can make from making music? Yes and no. Okay, please make your answer.
1: So I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna start with yes first because um, in this economy, and I'm talking about the UK. You know, uh, UK music scene. Mm. Yes, there are people who who are going to die. You know, take it in and digest it. Mm. But the numbers of those who you could be reaching and who have no potential interest in that type of music is, is a lot more so than those who genuinely just go towards that that kind of music on their own. So, in that sense, yes, you are limiting because then you then have to be like just like the example I just mentioned. You then have to change things around so that you I can reach a wider mm-hmm. audience. So that's the yes side. But well, then no, because there is an there's always an audience. And if you can feed your audience well enough and they support you well enough, then the returns are there. That's number one. And then to, to another, to, you know, just branch off that, why focus just on one country? You then have other countries which have the same amount of people or the same percentage of people or even more then say, okay, cool. If UK don't want to mess with me, I'm gonna go to China. I'm gonna go to Japan. I'm gonna go to, you know, Jamaica. I'm gonna go to, mm. you know, Z- Zambia, and 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 tap into those markets. And you realize, fighting for the ten percent here, actually is a, is not is not as much as. One percent from this country, three percent from that country, six percent from this country, and then you realise that, right, like I've got like thirty-seven percent. Um,
0: it's in theory, it sounds good, but how it's do v- you practically
1: do it? Right. So then, that's the theoretical side of things. Practically, what I' what I've learned from and the way, the way that music is now is very different to how it was a couple of years ago. And I think there are two th- main things that people need to, that artists need to really run with: consistency and collaboration. So consistency, number one. The reality is, you can drop something today, mm. and after after a week, whether it's a single, EP, album, whatever, mm. people are onto the next thing because there's so much music, mm. there's so much content being released into, um, you know, just out, just coming out, coming out, coming out, coming out. It's so easy to be forgotten. Mm. So you then, as the artist, has to be consistent with what's coming out. So consistency is very, very key in that sense. Number one, collaboration, it's it makes sense. If I'm, if you're, you're an artist. This artist over here, artist A has a fan base of hundred people, mm. and artist B has a fan base of six hundred people. I've got a, a fan base of, I don't know, fifty people. Mm. If I collaborate with them, mm. I'm tapping into their audience. Yeah, and yeah. Th- if they're not looking for me, if they weren't checking for me before, purely on their 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 fan their fanship for that artist, they're like, oh, let me see who else. So even if it's just two of their fans that then they get added to my my fifty. Mm. That's fifty two. This artist, he had 200, okay, then I can take 70 from him. So now I've gone from, you know, from what I had before to a new number. And I'm able to, so that collaboration, and then I'm consistently putting out music. You then realize that those little pockets of people then start to say, okay, I like this song what else have you got? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then
1: you start going to the back catalogue and then yeah. you're slowly building friendships, you're slowly building um, new fans and new, a, a, a wider pool of audience. Even if it's just one new fan each time from each listen, then it's one new fan. Before you know it, you go from 10 to 30 to 90 to I'm 170. Do, do you know what I'm trying to say? Through consistency and collaboration. And I think that's the way that the music industry is at the moment. Whereas before, you could, you, could, you know, Jay-Z or Beyonce could drop a, an album and, and they'll tour of it for two years. They'll promote it for two years. Now, you can't do that. Because there's so much happening, yeah. you can't drop an album and go away for two years. Like, yeah. only the marquee artists can do that. Jay Huss, Adele, um, Kendrick Lamar. Those marquee artists can do that. But everyone else, you, you can't... I, when I, say, I do genuinely mean everyone else because you, an artist can drop an album today, but, like, no, you've got to come back in a couple of months because if you don't,
0: Yeah, yeah. So, another question in regards to the commercial because I like to understand the business behind every kind of effort. Music is a lot of effort, Mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm, and time. mm -hmm. Based on my conversations with other friends that are music artists and so forth, how does the money actually come in? For those that don't understand, how how do you make money? What's the vision for it? There might be musicians that want to understand as well. So, what's the what have you learned?
1: So. With, with music, there are multiple streams of income that can be garnered. And if you're not very diligent with the way everything is set up, you can miss out on free money or you cannot. You end up not tapping into ponds which are there to be tapped into. Right, okay. So the first and most obvious way of stream of income is streaming. Mm. Um, you, put, you make the music, you put it on a streaming platform and then the revenue from that, you receive in that sense there. What now has happened over the past... Let's say ten years. Um, sh- the percentages from streaming income has as has lessened for the artist. Uh, record labels are taking more percentage from these from these from these um streaming revenue, and then Spotify take their cut. and And you realize, oh not even just Spotify, these sh- platforms take their cut. And what you realize is that a lot num- mistake number one that a lot of artists are making they're solely focusing on Spotify. When when you look at it, Spotify p- pay the least amount to artists so basically all of these DSPs mm. these streaming platforms they all pay different they all pay out different percentages so those
0: that don't know what DSPs so are. DSPs
1: are the platforms in which people can listen to their music so Spotify is a DSP Apple, um, Apple Music um, Amazon Pandora mm. whatever, whatever platform okay, it cool. is now so each one of these Tidal is another one so a lot of these um, platforms pay out different um, percentages and amounts to um, to artists and um, what you find, what we what is seen is Spotify pay at the least, then Apple Music pay a little bit more. And it's funny enough, through my research, I found that the actually the, the and this is for independent artists as well. The platform that pays out the most is actually Tidal. So really, yes. So if you're, if, so for example, a hundred, I, I don't know the exact amount, but a hundred streams on mm-hmm. Spotify might be worth 0.01 p, and then on Apple Music, hundred streams. I, I, I think that's me even being generous, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hundred <laughs> streams. hundred streams does not work, work. Work. Get up to up to a penny.
0: Okay. I think wow. it, I think
1: it's. Oof, I haven't checked recently, but yeah. That's a
0: bit stingy.
1: So do you want? So do you want? do you want, what <laughs> penny? Can so you, you imagine? So you understand how making money purely from streaming is is very very difficult unless you're doing millions of streams. Or, yeah. to do, or at least at least a couple of hundred thousand streams mm. before you start seeing some significant mm. levels of income. So streaming is one thing. Then you think says, so, okay, cool. I'm not gonna, I am not going i can not depend on streaming based on, you know, what I, what I've just one shared. <laughs> so then you think says, so, okay, cool. Then there's PRS and PPL, which is the music licensing. Mm. So it's um PRS in terms of when your music gets played in certain places, certain arenas, venues, radio play. Um, the revenue that comes off the back of of off of that, the the mechanical rights. PRS are the um licensing body over here in the UK to, to do with writers and then PPL's performance, um, performance rights and the royalties that paid out on that. Mm. So all of that stuff is there. So, you got, so you've got that aspect of then radio play as well, I think for on, to, on a A-list playlist, mm. um, let's say uh, radio one during the day, an artist could, if your song is playlisted in an A-list playlist, um, you could get paid 30 pound a minute for a song. And then if it gets heavy rotation, a list, yeah, give or take, but between right. twenty five and thirty five pound a minute.
0: Okay, that's better.
1: But then to get on those playlists, that's like your That means you get. That means it's a it's a Rihanna and then a Central C and oh, then you. I see what I mean. So to get on those playlists are very very difficult and it's usually for the top tier artists and then maybe like the you know the occasional big hit and then you get and then obviously the lower the playlist. Or the the, the more and specify the show, or the lower the radio station, then it, it kind of decreases from oh, there. Got, yeah.
0: um,
1: so you can imagine a song that's getting played on an A list playlist on one station, it probably gets played like five times a day. But then it gets played on twenty five different radio stations. So just from three minutes, you know, an artist can easily make up to about you know a a grand a grand every plan they play or so. Do, do you know what I'm saying? The math starts to math add up in that mm. sense there. But again, that, you, know, you can't count on revenue from there. So then you've got- Wait, question. Go
0: Do you have to apply to get your song there? Or is that just like, what's it based on? See
1: this, that's, that's the big question. You don't know. That's the, and it's not even a thing if you don't know. Uh, first of all, the music has to be good enough. Then it's, you can work with PR companies and PR companies can pitch to these radio producers and say, look, listen, this is the new single or whatnot or mm. not. Um, sometimes it's just nepotism. Mm. you know the producer of the radio show in question so I, this is the song i want to be played on this station right, I got this you. is the song that wants to be played in. it's the station managers um the i' what i've learned is that the G DJs so you know some of your favorite djs they aren't playing the songs because they don't want to they have to play from a specific pool of songs and so rather than sometimes the more specified shows um so some of the smaller radio stations or more independent radio stations or maybe the smaller shows on a bigger station yeah the DJ has more flexibility and freedom in terms of what they can play. But in the grand scheme of things, um, it's, it's more so the producer tells the radio, the radio DJ, look, listen, this is the pool of songs, play from these songs, play from this playlist, any songs from this, from the songs of 20 you can play and we'll update it every week, might put a new song and new, two new songs on, but give or take. And that's, mm-hmm. that's how it, That's kind of more or less how it works. Right. Okay. In, in in that sense of things.
0: Okay, that makes sense then. All right. So sorry. Back to streams of income. So that's so that's yeah. So one. so
1: yeah. Um, streams, licensing, PRs, PPL, merchandise, which is also a good stream of income. Live shows is where the majority of artists make, especially some of the bigger artists, and even for me myself, that's where we make the majority of our music performing live. In terms of independent shows, getting booked for an independent for 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 a gig, having charging your fee, keeping one hundred percent of your fee and then um, maybe putting on your own show as well. So I think that's where a lot of artists are making more more of their music from and then you kind of bring the merchandise to the show and then make some money from there. Mm. So merchandise live shows, um, then there's uh, music licensing in terms of, similar to PRS PPL, but actually licensing out your music to um, films, TV. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so, and then YouTube and then getting revenue in from there. That's another stream Mm. of income. Collaborations, charging for collaborations. If an artist wants you on their on their songs, okay, cool. This is my fee, and then also as well, um, passive income in terms of like writing for other artists and then getting royalties from there. Um, So songwriting is another stream of income. So it's like if you can do all of these and then you just add it all together, then it then adds up into a pool as opposed to just focusing on one stream. And there were there are plenty of others, other probably haven't even mentioned, but those are the ones that initially just come to my head just like that. But you know, yeah.
0: So when you've ever had to negotiate something you don't have a manager so how do you manage that
1: third person so i'm, I'm talking i'm giving away all the oh sorry sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> no um, but you know what, is it is you No, on, on the road i do have people that ha- help me with admin okay, okay so okay. that that is actually um how i get the opportunity to say okay look listen handle this for me please um whether it be my wife or whether it be my friends, family, just, okay. just just one or two people who I trust like, look, handle the admin for me and, and this is what I need and this is. I'm nosy, so, I'm so yeah. sorry. I asked everyone for because like, I, I like to understand yeah,
0: the yeah, logic yeah. and the yeah, practicality yeah. behind behind things. But okay, that makes sense. So they probably help you with all the yeah, 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 yeah. and everything as well. Okay, cool, that makes sense. So I guess um onto your album. Hmm. That's come out recently
1: Everything Left Unsaid Out Now If you haven't got it Go get that If you need to hear it Go hear it I tell you it's good music Everything Left Unsaid Out Now yeah.
0: It actually is pretty good <laughs> Beautiful singing As well in there
1: mm, like, Oh the musicality We had the stories I can tell. Stories I can
0: tell. Tell us. Okay. I'm I'm curious to kind yeah. of first of all, why did you call it that that name?
1: Everything left unsaid. So the album the album is a is 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 a love letter to, to my daughter and I, I wanted to use it as an opportunity just to share with her some truths and some um, ex- ex- experiences I've been through um, mm-hmm. to kind of let her know listen life is going to be life in and these are the things you need to bear in mind this is what I've gone through mm-hmm. this is the things I haven't had the opportunity to share with you but these are the things I need you to hear mm-hmm. and that that's literally where the album title comes from it, it's literally me just saying look, listen everything I haven't had the opportunity to say to you let me say it here so that as you now pick up on life and you run move forward in life you're like oh okay look my dad said this and he shared me this and he went through that and these are the things that kept him grounded these are the things that you know and and in essence that's where the album album title comes from How old is she? She's four
0: Okay so she's probably not going to really process it right now Yeah she
1: can't process it now but it's later, later on
0: I know that you've done that album for her but out of all topics and I guess inspirations why now and why
1: um, so with the, um, with the album itself, I think what I, and, and yes, it's a love letter to her, but in the grand scheme of things, I wanted people to pick up from the album, mm. um, a sense of um, awareness of life and mm. be able to realize that actually, do you know what? Yeah, you're not the only person going through that. You're not the only person experiencing that he's going through it. She's going through it and everyone then looks at each other like wow, we're, we're all going through it together and and then picking up on um these these life experiences and being able to share in each other's journey and in each other's um learnings and 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 me kind of putting this down on on the mic and putting it down on 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 a record and, and given out not advice I won't say advice because I'm still learning I'm listen everybody's winging it in this life everybody's winging it
0: like a hundred listen we're all we're all we're all winging
1: it (laughs) (laughs) we're all winging it but (laughs) for me I just wanted for it to be a a thing of okay cool like just so that the listener listens and be like oh snap like yeah I know I know what that feels like I'm, I'm in the same space or I've experienced that before and just create content that people could connect with on a on a, on a deeper level. Then yeah, this is just a vibe. But then at the same time, still bringing enough vibes for them to to rea- to realize actually, I'm gonna be okay.
0: What are some of the things that you, that you kind of talk about for those that haven't listened to that album mm-hmm, already? Mm-hmm. But what are some of the deep things? I like to go deep. So yeah, that's
1: cool. I mean, them. like so some of the some of the things that go on the album. There's a, there's a, there's a song called Adults in, and mm. that song was literally it just unpacks the the realities and the joys in quotation mark of being an adult like this stress and it's so mad because when we <laughs> No, it's long. It's I didn't sign movies. up for this. I didn't sign up for this. And and it's true because when we were young, it like, I can't wait, wait to be twenty one. I'm never gonna It was and when then, I was
0: eighteen, right?
1: Eighteen. Yo um, And then now you're 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 we're this age now I'm like big man. Take me back I'm seeing some of my, my my little sister my little sister just had her first child and her her my, my niece, she's just in just oh, she's doing just
0: soft life,
1: soft life, just so, and I'm like, food. I'm like, I'm looking at her like, yo, take me back. I wanna, <laughs> I wanna be there What food comes to me? Food comes to me. It's available on tab. Yeah, on and tab. Like, like, imagine breaking up hungry. Just, this is it. Like, food
0: fed to you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> This would be a baby for a day, just one day.
1: Like, Honestly speaking, yeah. so like, adulting, and, and that's some of the things there, some of the other things, we talk about depression, having, having struggled with depression, and black mm. men, um, not being able to be open enough, with, with, the, with what they're going through, and the importance of therapy for black men, some of the things that are, we we talk about another one of the songs, mm. um, not seeing, not, and, and, yeah just not not even having the relationship i want to have with my daughter as well and hence the reason why it's a love letter to her so I, we, I i'm very honest and open about that in terms of the relationship there and how that looks like and what that looks like um and a lot of men who are in that position um, as well as like finding love, being in love, getting my recently, getting married. I got married just the other day, and that that was, saw, that, was, that, was, that, was that was that was amazing. Um, so. I'm
0: guessing that your wife isn't your daughter's mum. No, based on no, your yeah, yeah, explanation. Yeah, yeah.
1: okay. So uh, again, and so all of these complexities, these life complexities, yeah. and kind of just getting people know that yo, everyone's going through it.
0: Mm.
1: Everyone's going through it, and and that was that's the heart behind the album. Just really unpacking. These real life issues in a way that makes sense, and people could listen to and be like, actually, do you know, what? I wanna, I wanna, I wanna tap in and hear what this guy's saying, and and kind of use his life experiences as some sort of hope for for what I may be going through.
0: As we was was on the topic on adult here, can we mm. play it like just yeah 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 and and before you play it, do an intro. This isn't yeah, a radio yeah, yeah, station, yeah. however,
1: <laughs> How, however, I still
0: want an intro.
1: However, okay? however <laughs> but, uh, but cool, I think cool. it would
0: be good to kind of hear, give it some context. Let me um let me adjust
1: the yeah go for it go for it
0: as well one second um, all
1: right let's see if we can
0: is it ready. I, I
1: regrets it? of the dying stated yeah, that, All right, cool. Um, so... Yeah, go
0: on.
1: This is Adulting, taken from the album, Everything Left Unsaid. Enjoy. Okay. Uh, every interviewee she spoke to, every single person on their deathbed said, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself. Use the deathbed test. If you were told that today... This very second was your last on earth Would you be satisfied? If not, it's your job to fix that, fix that, fix that. This I don't You mean the one you're gonna sign up for Yeah it's thing. I know I know Tired of chasing shadows, younger me wants to be me now. Meanwhile, I wanna be stress free like a child, without the scene now detail when all seems well. Well, this adulting. You mean the one you didn't sign up for? Yeah, it's a adulting. I know. Tired of chasing shadows, younger me wants to be me now. Meanwhile, I wanna be stress free like a child, without the scene now detail when <laughs> all seems well. Whoa. Remember young days when days were simple GCSE times I be looking yeah. for the rewind flashback Cash was a lot less back then so was stress My distress was whether or not the rock could survive a stunner rap mini R17 It was Pythagoras or 316s It was blast Green Gate gang with a team With the V2 jeans, through cuts with a new cut I cut above an East Dam, my level 1 trim Kids on the wall with a pattern on the back If I came by with that then i pattern and I slap Nigerian daddy And never none of that First born two youngest so I set the example But you see me? I just wanted to rave, I just wanted to play yeah. Take me back to those days, neighbours home and away Canning I really stand up? skinny and slender Back before I did weight. back then when I thought God was good These days now I know God is great Bill yeah. off the bill off the bill to pay, that's all I hear nowadays Kill off the kill off the kill in humor ways Leaving the block with pain, I can't afford it, can't afford it. Vision distorted, Vision distorted. Look at this poor kid, looking back like we ordered Wondering what we ordered, not what we ordered I didn't sign up for this, back when I was a kid I wanted to be the age that I am now, didn't think it'd be like this Oh, well, we're here now, make the most of it I'm here now, so I made the most of it Broken time and time, steady you can wait and see Second you will never get back when I know that time won't wait for me Instead of you could wait and see, thinking you will never get back. When I know that time went away from me, this adulting—you mean the one you did sign up for? Yeah, it's adulting. Right, so I know. Thank
0: you, thank you, thank you. I want you all to listen to the full song. That's why I'm giving you guys samples, by the way. But I felt that I—it it took me back completely back. Do you know what? I can mm. tell you, influenced by Jay Cole.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not. Even, can I say? Uh, let me tell you a true oh, are story. You're uh, you not the, okay. No, I am. Yeah, no, I'm in your mouth. no. No, I'm a I'm a big J Cole fan, and I'm, I'm gonna tell you a true story. So, um, no, I've got two J Cole stories, but I'll, I'll tell one of them. Okay. So, I, I, J Cole was headlining Wireless now i i had um when I, is this this year? no 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 this was a couple of years okay. ago he's done he's, he's he's done um he's been there three times So i think it was definitely like the first time and um he was he was performing that he's was, put he was headlining wireless and i said to myself i need to be there but i was i had just been a groomsman for a friend's wedding so i didn't get the, i didn't have the time to secure a ticket in time it all got sold out so i remember the day of wireless i said you know what i'm gonna just go i don't, I don't have a ticket. I said, I'm just, I'm just going to go. So I'm on my way. I'm on my way to... <laughs> this is a true story.
0: One of those criminal so, guys, No, 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 does, no, 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 this, this is me
1: moving in faith. So literally, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I get to... I think I was up Go on a Black Horse Road. I'm going to um, Finsey Park. So as I'm about to get on... do not By the way, I do not have a wireless ticket. So I'm about to get on a carriage. And I was about to get on one carriage. I thought... i don't know what it is but let me just get on the next carriage i get on the next carriage get on the next carriage and i see two girls sitting opposite me and they're drinking they're getting ready to go wireless they're having a good Mm -hmm. time you know and then they i'm sitting up to sit i just start laughing at them and they're like where you off to i said i'm going to wireless she said oh we're going to wireless i said okay cool um they said who you going with i said, i'm just going by myself i just want to just head out they're like oh okay cool because one of our friends was supposed to come but she can't come and we've got a spare ticket I'm like, wow i'm like for real they're like yeah 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 But you, you know i'm like oh because I, I don't even have it they're like all right cool gave me gave gave, gave, a t- gave a ticket to me so they gave like, it to you gave it to me give me a ticket wow and i said yo sometimes you need to move in faith Safe, yeah. and i i remember going and then that's literally when cole was headlining i was just like oh, this is this is lit i wasn't gonna lie to you this is cold ended up seeing cole and like I remember seeing him headline that show, and I was like, "Yo, this guy is incredible at yeah, what he does." Yeah, yeah. And it, it's he's one of the few artists that really inspired me to mm. actually think and do more than just because mm-hmm. he's a spirit, That guy can rap. He's
0: amazing. He, but yeah. at the
1: same time, his ability to convey thought and and wordplay and emotion at the same to the same you know gravitas as t- some of his peers, mm. and for it to stand the test of time, it just it just speaks to his artistry mm-hmm. so then when i'm making music and people can hear that i'm I'm not even mad when people someone says that like i'm i'm not even mad when, some, when someone says that
0: yeah because the thing is like i don't know if J. Cole's ever gonna see this and i'm gonna <laughs> say it in faith one day he will see it J. Cole knows i love him mm. and i like you well similar to you i fell in love with J. Cole when i went to his concert just to follow my friend mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. her birthday and i was like it's amazing. Like mm, mm, mm. he literally I felt like it was just me and him in a room. Mm. And that song that you just played a second ago, it brought back memories. Like that's what I love about about conscious music. Like I, I visualize myself like as a child wanting to go out to the rave and, you know, do my GCSEs or yeah, whatever, yeah, like yeah, in yeah. that small snippet. Yeah. So I want you guys to take an actual listen because that sounded like a dope song as well. Thank and you're you. such you're such you're good with your flow. I don't usually Do I compliment people on their music? It's, it's usually people sound the same, yeah, yeah, but you've yeah. got a very good flow, very Thank similar you. to my friend Ray, who I actually interviewed mm, on the mm. second episode. But anyway, sorry, so other elements of your album. So you speak about adulting, you speak about depression, mm, mm, anything mm. else that you kind of touch on that's quite deep.
1: Um It's faith based music, so I, I'm very open with my faith and, yeah. and the proclamation of Jesus Christ and the way that I lean on my relationship with God to get me through some of the more darker seasons of my life and how yeah. I have done so and how I will continue doing so. Um, so that's very, very evident in the music as well. You know, one of my favorite songs on, on, on the record is a song called Jesus is My King. That's self-explanatory, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> you know,
1: yeah. and and having um, music like that, it just keeps me very grounded because I can so easily come into these spaces and be like, yo, it's all about my own skill and all by my own. Sh-. It's really not. Mm. like i i do take pride in the fact that i wouldn't be where i wa- where i am now if it wasn't for god and and for some people they may not understand that some people may not really connect with that and that's fine you know i respect that mm. but for me personally mm. i know what god has done for me i know what he's doing for me and i know what he's going to do for me so mm. i just i have to celebrate that in the music that i make and some people may not be accustomed to such music which is so overtly strong and whoa this is a bit much Mm. hence the reason i'm like all right cool let me create let me let me give it to you in a palatable way where you can digest it Mm. and then take it in and even if that song isn't for you which is fine there's going to be something on the record that you'll be like you know what i may not with this one but this two and these three and these four I, i mess with
0: Talk to me about your faith journey because I feel like mm. with um so I'm a Christian as well, for those that haven't heard already me say it before. Mm. Um and it's a journey. Oh yeah. yeah like yeah. it's for you to be bold and to be so I mean, I'm here for it as well. God's done incredible, would not be here without God. But I'll be interested to understand your um your journey with Christ, like from when it started. Yeah. Everything.
1: So, I, I grew up in a Christian household. My parents mm-hmm. were Christians, my parents were believers, and that's all I knew. But I never actually took the faith seriously for myself until, you know, I'm 19, 18, 19 type. And even then, it was still kind of half-hearted. Um, I think for me, I, having, having, I think one of the things that really did bring me closer to God mm. was, was struggling with depression and. Having those kind of mental health, you know, battles at, at a younger age, mm. which then pushed me into a corner, and then made me realize actually, do you know what, I, I don't, I don't like getting out of my bed in the morning, and I'm just constantly upset and sad. And at eighteen, nineteen. At eighteen, nineteen, That's and I, and as a, as a, as a black person I'm not supposed to be vocal about it as a Christian I, I can't be vocal about it as a man I can't be uh, vocal about it so I'm falling mm. into these subgroups and, and 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 I'm I'm not I'm not feeling comfortable to have these kind of conversations mm. you're 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 a black man you you crying why so i think having 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 that heavy on my head and and then just having a very kind of you know self indulgent viewpoint of myself and, and struggling with with these kind of things really did push me to a point where i'm like it made it didn't make sense trying to do it by myself mm-hmm. and and running to god was the only the only way i could find a sense of hope and peace and and that light at the end of the tunnel which allowed me to see the world mm-hmm. um, in a clearer sense and a clearer view and I'm not saying it's been easy because, and I'm not saying I got it right the whole time because I don't want anyone thinking, oh yeah, then he came to Christ and everything was a bed of roses. It really wasn't. Mm. But it did give me a sense of anchoring. Mm. So even when those days where I'm like a lot older, mm. a lot more mature as a grown man, mm. But I'm still having dark thoughts, or I'm still contemplating suicide. It then brought me to a space where I'm like, "Actually, do you know what? God, you love me, and you're here for me, mm. and I'm gonna hold on to that, and I'm gonna hold on to the truth that someone once to shared to me: um, every storm runs out of rain, mm. and it's, it's facts. It's like every storm does run out; of rain. it's not gonna rain forever. So if you hold on to, to to those levels of truth, it gives you the the strength to just push on one more day, mm. um, and and having that grounding as the foundation of then what I then start to build upon in terms of my faith allowed me to to mature and and come to the knowledge of Christ and and accept the gospel and and, and live in a way which made sense for everyday living Mm -hmm. and my interactions with people around me
0: so for those that may not um, understand how your faith is practiced or Mm -hmm. how it's how it's how it's developed and how it Mm -hmm, grows mm -hmm. um, elaborate on that so for, for example like myself like I do my daily devotionals in the morning mm, mm-hmm. because that keeps me going and yeah. um, I'll listen to a sermon every so often that yeah. keeps me going I might pray with my friends sometimes the other day in bed was having a deep chat me, Bami and Nadine and then we said you know what it was Sunday morning I was like let's just pray because yeah,
1: yeah.
0: you know so what are some of the practices that you do to really help to nurture that relationship and to keep your faith
1: I just have conversations with God mm. like, they, like the way that we're talking yeah, yeah, I'll be talking on my bed and I'll be like God this is what happened today this is how yeah. I'm feeling today and those conversations will turn into prayer because mm. I think I still believe there is an element of reverence that that needs to go. Mm. But then people over, over, overthink how it should be. And yes, God is my father, but God is my friend. Mm. And the way that I interact with my friends, and I'm still exercising a level of respect, is the same way I would interact with God. God, I had a crap day because He just He just wants you to have that community, mm. that, that relationship. Mm. And so I'll just have conversations with him. Like I'll be lying on my bed and Mm. we'll have conversations. Mm. Then what you intake is also very, very important. Mm. So for me, like I would definitely be more intentional about the consumption of sermons and and gospel music Mm. and and allow that to really be reflective in um, what is being taken in. the Bible talks about not forsaking the gathering of brethren, so I'm plugged into my local church, mm. and and that is something that has been a massive help to me. Having um, a body of believers around me to, to 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 share my faith with, and to iron, iron sharpen iron to learn from, to, to 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 encourage me in my faith. Having my pastor there as well, someone who who I can talk to, who can pray for me, pray with me. Um, these these are the practical ways that one can really just um, grow. Because mm. that's what it is, it's, it's a journey. It's it's an ongoing thing. It's mm. not, oh, I'm, I'm in the faith now, I'm here, I've made it, that's it, mm. relaxing. Because you're gonna get, fit, like, your life, mm. life has a way of just knocking in the stomach. And as you're, as you're recovering from the from the blow to the stomach, you get kicked to the forehead, and you're like, wait, but I haven't even recovered from the blow to the stomach. Mm. And having these things being thrown at you then makes you understand the importance of being grounded in fellowship with believers, mm. being grounded in the word, prayer, all of these kind of things. And I feel like once you then slowly start to make a habit, because some people think, oh, it's such a big effort to read the Bible. Even if you just pick it up and you're reading a verse a day mm. and you just think about that verse, like, okay, I read this today. Even if it's a verse, yeah. it's like, I think about, okay, what does that mean? Practically, what does that mean? Mm. Or just using it as a prayer point. I'm mm. um, saying, God, I read this today. I speak it into my life. Your word is true, in Jesus' name, Amen. Just little things like that, and before you mm. know it, if you do it in manageable, it then a verse turns into two verses and turns into yeah, a, a chapter. It like and that. it's not as it, people think. Oh, I need to be reading f- five books a day. I need to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Philippians yeah, all yeah. in all in like all in thirty minutes. Like, nah, you yeah. Can't do
0: that. I feel like as we're getting older, we're becoming more conscious of thought i guess thoughtful content as we're getting older like even mm. for my recent birthday i got some really great books that yeah. kind of helped to you know trigger my thoughts and like one thing that i would always say that i've that i've noticed with the bible what i like about the bible is that there's stories in there and there's reference in there for me for everything you know whether that's finances how to be a friend and there's like, in life, I find that there's going to be circumstances where you don't know what to do. And yeah. I feel like that's where, for me, depression kind of kicks in because yeah, facts, an unexpected thing happens and you're like, how do I actually manage this life situation? And I just find direction from... I find direction from the Bible.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean. and I think that's that's where people struggle. They, they struggle to see, oh, actually, do you know what... Um, it's more relatable than mm. than they think. They think it's oh, it's just a bunch of old stories about old dead people,
0: yeah, and whatnot. Yeah.
1: And even from there, it's like there's life lessons. There's yeah. life, even in those stories, you got even when we look at Greek um, philosophy, there's these stories that and parables that, that they would tell, and then there'll be life lessons in the story. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, And it's the same thing. It's like yo, the the Bible has these stories that you can learn life lessons you draw from, but then there are more direct references as to how one should conduct their life mm-hmm. so there's like overt and covert ways of, of interpret, interpretate, interpreting things that you can pick up from scripture mm-hmm. and it's literally about what how much time you decide to dedicate to it and what you decide to pick from it and then mm-hmm. what you get from it is what you get from it and it will shape you and your mindset and your life in a particular way if you, if you allow it to.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly agreed so I guess I guess back to your album, so I know obviously it's out now, people can listen to it. Mm-hmm, Are there mm-hmm, any particular mm-hmm. ones like your favourites on there that you want
1: to kind of highlight? What, songs-wise? Yeah,
0: any, any um, one of them. Um, oh, I'm
1: trying to remember, what's, what is off... So Adultine, actually funny enough, Adaltyn is, 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 is a strong favourite of mine. Okay. Another favourite of mine on the album would definitely have to be um, Family Affair. Okay. Family Fair is another favourite of mine simply because for me the production of it, it's just so smooth and I like I like the vibe of that and, and this, this, the, the direction that goes in. Let's play it. So let's okay play. We'll, we'll we'll run, we'll run from it. Let's hear me.
0: it, let's hear what it's like. Um is it uh oh, turn that up. Okay, cool. Stand there and if you could come and stand right next to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's perfect. Okay, cool. Everyone in positions. Now, smile.
1: Pen game looking all dense. Concrete flows with golden sentences now delivered on time. Glide on the rhythm and slide. Journey into the mind. Five bills I put aside every month for savings, doubling time. Looking at the wedding i my life. Spreadsheets in the middle of the... This man who had commitment issues. Is gonna be loving on a woman, he's gonna make his wife. Living the happiness with a bride. I don't take that for granted. Walking straight when slanted. God is my roots stay planted I got to see my sister celebrate two big wins by the end of the year That will more than a tear For the ones I call my siblings So damn proud of you You're bound to move Into the heights that you never saw coming Therefore There's no time to lose It's a family affair but it's fair to say you gotta keep them close Never do girls We do the most Blood be thicker than water To my bloodline I'm raising a toast Thanking God for Doctor and Mumbo, it's a family affair. Without the T's and C's, without the talk just deeds, with them I get to be me. It's a family affair, without the T's and C's, without the talk just deeds, with them I get to be me. It's a family affair, without the T's and C's. Without the talk just D's. Who produced the song? Yeah. Who produced this song who produced
0: these? <laughs> Like this is sick. That is a sick beat
1: as well. Like the is it a saxophone ish in the background. So when when I when I um when I make music, I work with a various plethora of producers and one thing I always say to them is guys, even though you are the primary producer on this we're going to get somebody else in and we're going to get li- I always get live instrumentation in on, on on the music I make so that's a real saxophonist who came into the studio and it played, like it, played the saxophone it. and then we always get like live bass live guitars live pianos just added into the music just to make it sound fuller so people like sonically trips your music sounds a little bit different because I'm like yeah because it's got it's real music yeah. involved um, and family Affairs is produced by a guy called Manny Samps who he's just, a, he's just an incredible producer and and he's just doing some really cool stuff as well so yeah I, I, it's just one of those things where I just love I like my favorite music in terms of artists they make music I'm yeah. like I've mentioned J Cole but like two of my biggest inspirations Kanye and, and Kirk and mm. Kurt Franklin, and the way that they, if you listen to their stuff, it's like, yo, there's music here. Like, you, I, like yeah. you, if I take off the lyrics, just there's the music alone, sounds. There's, there's sounds yeah, and there's, a, there's, there's, yeah, there's yeah. emotion in the production. Yeah, yeah. And I said, if I, I want it to be a thing of where people ask me, you're triple, you're cool, but can I get your album without the lyrics? Like, that's how much the music moves me. Yeah. Um, and I can listen to my album just even without me on it because mm. the music carries that much weight
0: it was a vibe when I was, so I was playing it today when I was working and I, I even forgot that it was you to be honest with you mm. like because it was just it was, ni- it was just nice sounds in the background and I'm very particular about my background music yeah, as well yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. so it was it, it, it's a whole vibe out of um, interest with who you get like the producers and stuff this is just crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how do you source them like do you do you just is it like what's that process like um because it must
1: be hard to find people that are as good as this for me i i work with people that i'm a fan of ah. i work with people that i'm a fan of and people that have for me i make the best music with people that I have relationships with ah, so these these are people especially producers these are people i call on a. On a we'll just talk about life these are these are ah. people who i'm actually friends with these are people who i invited to my wedding and came to my wedding these are people that I'm I'm actually oh, yeah. with who just so happen to be talented at what they do.
0: Right.
1: So for me, it just makes it a lot easier. I think there are other amazing producers who I can just call and be like, yo, I'll give you five bills, make me a beat. And they could do it. But when I'm, when I'm with these people that I'm working with, I'm in studio with them. We're making it together. Then we'll just go and watch some football and then we'll come back and then we'll make some more music and then we'll just talk about what it's like being in a relationship with our partners, and then yeah. do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, do yeah, do you know, yeah, so, there's, yeah. there's substance to, to to what we're doing, and so for me, that's just the best way. Yeah, and so even when I meet new producers, I'm like, yo, I don't know you that well, yeah. let's go out for lunch, yeah, yeah and yeah. Let's, just, let's just do life first before we then do music. Because I feel like what happens is that everyone who's on the album, producers, featured artists, they like the music. The song that they're on, they like what they've been involved in, mm. and if you if you like it, you give it more yeah. rather than it's just a paycheck. All right, cool. My man gave me money. Just give, I'll give you the production and we'll keep moving. But they're actually invested in mm. what we've made, and it just just makes for a more cohesive sounds and 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 a more well blended outcome.
0: I love that. I love that you work with people that you have personal relationships with. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. For, again, like from my conversations with musicians, it's always sourcing,
1: finding Which is cool. Don't thing. get me wrong, like yo, yeah. if J5 hit me up and say, Yo, triple, I don't have time to have conversation, but I've got a beat for you. I'm I'm picking up yeah, the wrong wall. Yeah, 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 Do you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I'm trying yeah, yeah. So it can it can work, it work that right, way. Work but right, just right. at the stage that I'm at and the way that I create, that just works that's how that's what works best for me, like in the moment.
0: So what's next for you? What's like on the what's on the, the plan, the vision board that you can
1: share with um, us? Um I'm really working hard to make sure that this album gets into the right hands. I'm, I'm, I've, I've, it took me it took me 18 months to put this album together in terms of writing, recording, um, re-recording, re-writing. Did you write all
0: your
1: by the way? Uh, my stuff, yeah. Really? Yeah, and then I wrote some stuff for other people on the okay, album. Okay, I and then But then I got some additional help with some people writing some stuff for Ooh, me. All the lyrics, you wrote yourself? Yeah, my lyrics, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, that's incredible. Yeah
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So in terms of that is instance there, it took a very long time to put together. Mm-hmm. And so for me, and earlier on we were talking about how disposable music is, if you allow it to be. So for me, I'm like, all right, cool. Let me make sure that I've done all that I can to, to ensure that everybody's heard or the majority of the people that I can get to hear it have heard it mm-hmm. rather than pushing it for about a month and be like, okay, cool. Like, I need to put something new out, which we will do. I'm, I'm definitely going to be putting out new music in, in, in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. But I need to make sure that this, this body of work for me has been given the chance and the opportunity it needs to get into the ears of those who need to hear it. So that's going to be the primary focal point. We've got a few tours planned for 2023. We have a really big show planned for 2023 as well. Mm. Um, And, a few other bits and pieces there's some there's a very big project I'm working on and if we can get the right kind of sponsorship from it I'm super excited about that coming through as well so God willing that comes into fruition sooner rather than later but yeah the primary focus for the next 12 months is this really promoting the album are
0: there any particular I guess I don't know I feel like your sound would be good for some, maybe a series or films
1: or whatever. We're like we're approaches. pushing for for those kind of opportunities as well, um, and if we get those kind of placements, glory be to God because yeah, you know, thankfully I know people who do a lot of the um deal with with replacing music in films and TVs and games and stuff, so we're, okay. we're seeing hopefully what what comes out from there as well.
0: Speaking it into existence. Come on, like come on, it's, it's, it's gonna happen. Come on, you know. And when your show is live, I'm so sorry I couldn't make it to your um, to the release
1: party. I know yeah, it was how just, it? it was amazing. It was like for me, it was great because it was the first time I was getting to share the album with an audience yeah and we had a great time and it's all gonna be part we're, we're shooting a documentary so i put oh, my camera yeah. there so we've been we've been we've been oh, filming
0: gonna be we're gonna be in a documentary <laughs> so
1: um yeah we've been we've been we've been filming for the past uh, yeah, 18 months
0: so every every step of the way in oh the whole so
1: basically we recorded the album in a week recorded the album in a week and we documented that week we've had Prior to its release, we had like four different listen, four different listening parties and wow. and and all of that was documented those studio sessions, the writing sessions all recorded document I saw kanye 's documentary and it inspired me i said, you know what? i'm going to do the same thing so we documented everything i i i literally a couple of weeks ago. Not even a couple of weeks ago. Last week, I was at the XL Exhibition Centre. I had a show there. there was about like five thousand people there. We did that. We documented incredible. that.
0: You talk about these things like it's life. But amazing. it was amazing.
1: We did Big Church Day Out, which was in June. And Big Church Day Out is the biggest Christian festival in the UK and one of the biggest Christian festivals in the world. It's so about sixty thousand people in attendance. And I was. Did you
0: perform in front of all those people.
1: Yeah, I was on one of the stages, which is about like six or seven thousand people, and documented that whole day as well. Documented the the the, 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 the moment that the. From eleven fifty nine when the album's not out, and then you're on your Spotify when it comes out at twelve o'clock documented I was on insta Live we documented that we documented everything I love that and um we're just literally putting this documentary together um so that people can see the the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, and everything that yeah. went into this body of work so that we can put it out um and people can take in so there's a lot that's going into mm. this particular project because for me i'm I'm about giving people the experience. Um,
0: Because people buy into that. People people, understand and relate to it.
1: People, 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 you can't, it's not enough just to say, hey guys, my my arm's up. Yeah, it's not. Give people a reason to check it out. Give people a reason to get, so it could be having these conversations and unpacking the songs. Um, It could be the documentary. It could be. Whatever you know, even the social media, your social media presence is something that, that carries into or plays into people buying into you as a person, buying into your brand and then buying into your content. Mm. So for me, it's a thing of where I'm like, all right, let me, let me tap into all of this in a way that makes sense so that people want to listen to the music Mm. and they understand, Oh, when they're listening to adulting or they're listening to one, one of the songs that got the most kind of traction or think, conversation was the interlude I need my daughter to hear this and they're like yo triple, is that a true story and I'm, and I'm not going to give it away if you want to hear it go listen to the, to the album mm-hmm. I'm like yeah it's a true story and so that kind of thing causes people to, to buy into the the, the content and the, and the product as a whole
0: I love that I love that you're trying to even make an effort to show people your mm-hmm. journey and be vulnerable because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time I've actually considered doing that about my business journey as well do it but to it my butt is no longer going to be there because you've just told me not to indirectly because I've thought about it Dude. and I'm like I, and I think people respect the highs and lows when things don't go well and you, when you don't get things yeah. away as well how you work with with,
1: with, um, with Instagram and social media we're showing people the highlights so it's so easy to, to, to show people your highlights and yeah. everything that goes right and I'm like it hasn't been a smooth journey yeah. It has not been a smooth journey, and I want I wanted to to I want to show people that the other side of the coin as well, yeah. um, because that is what people can connect with. Yeah. People don't people can't connect with an influencer getting seven thousand comments and five thousand likes and getting the brand deals because that's, there's only a few people that can, can relate to, yeah. to relate to that. But people can relate to having an idea, it not working out the first time rounds, yeah. but then going again and it kind of busting the next time and like oh yeah I can I can connect to that because I, yeah. that's that's where I'm at that's the situation that I'm at yeah. so I really I really want to 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 highlight that for for and for myself as well like mm. I was I was telling you what with if you don't tell your story who's going to tell it mm. and and again yeah seeing Kanye's documentary really made me realize I don't know what the next 10-15 years is going to hold mm-hmm. so let me just capture what I can capture now mm. and then who knows like, I've got, I'm not losing anything. At all. Not
0: losing Literally, anything. Literally, you're not at all. And I love that. I love that you seem kind of fearless and you seem mm. bold. You've obviously taken a lot of time to, like, create your music and your craft. And you've you put thought into it. Yeah. And I appreciate, like, anyone that does anything in general and they put thought into it, I can respect it. No, I appreciate it. I'm listening. You know, so thank
1: you no thank you
0: thank you so much for coming and speaking about your journey what you're going to be doing let me know when you have a show as well I'm oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm not flying away again
1: the day you live in the high life
0: <laughs> Listen, the no, passport no. is getting stamped it's she it's said I'm out here it's catching it's flights I'm not
1: catching feelings I'm like yo I hear that I'm not, mad, not, at it. I'm not, not mad, mad at it it's not always high life
0: it's not always trust me I'm, 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 and I need to be a bit more vulnerable as well because people it's crazy sometimes I'm out and I've had like a crazy day and like oh this is amazing you're doing great I'm like, oh, if you know what i have had, mm-hmm. <laughs> this
1: is and this like, is, that's what people want to see. That's what yeah. people want to see. They want to the, see the ups and the downs,
0: yeah. They do. They do. Um, any last words for, for the listeners? Um, so any words of encouragement, words of wisdom,
1: anything? You want to yeah, say? I'm I'm I've said it, I briefly said it earlier on. But I'm gonna say it again like every storm runs out of rain. Yeah. Um, no matter what you're going through, no matter how hard life may be, there's going to come a point where the dark days are going to not be so dark and the sun's gonna come through and the moment that 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 ray of light comes through just just bask in that light um don't feel like it's gonna be all heavy all the time god's got you and realize it's gonna be all right in the end and if it's not all right that's because it's not the end and i just hold i just i just hold on to that so i'm like okay cool do you know what that's so true everything's going to be okay in the end and if it's not okay then it's not the end and we just we just we just we just live by that and we just say god you know what i know that you've got me you won't leave nor forsake me and and as long as i keep good people around me and i keep you at the forefront and the foundation of what i'm doing it's not going to be easy but it's just easier and so i always like to encourage people to kind of just have that in the back of their mind regardless of what they may be going through whatever life may be trying to throw at them just just keep pushing
0: Yeah I love Honestly I love that And I think that There's definitely People that I know From my, my own personal network That are going through things As we speak facts, facts And that is A massive word of encouragement It's so hard to see mm-hmm, The light at the end mm-hmm, of the tunnel mm-hmm, when, you're, mm-hmm, when you're in it mm-hmm. But You're right Keep going This too shall pass That's what Trust mummy, me and daddy used to say to me trust young. Trust up me. This will pass Trust so, me So you know That's that, that was some nice words. Thank you. It's so all much, love. Toby. It's all love. It's oh, all love. Toby, Toby. It's
1: love. with family. <laughs> we family.
0: We all love. But yeah, I hope you guys all enjoy this episode um, and share it with a friend. Listen to the album mm, and mm. make sure that you follow um Toby. I say Toby. Triple O on Instagram.
1: It's triple O. Yeah, Triple O music. Triple O music. Yeah, Triple O music. So
0: follow him. So you can get updates about the show and everything. And I will see you all, hear you all on the next podcast episode. Bye.
1: Love, love, love.